Did you wake up one day wondering how you ended up in the shit show of life? Where the only joy you find every day is doom scrolling TikTok, silently wondering why you had to relearn how to part your hair in the middle and laughing at cat videos. Are you tired of wearing all the hats, doing all the things and taking care of everyone else while you can't even sit down for an hour alone without feeling guilty? Then let me welcome you to Hustle Culture Dropout, where we're trading the chaos for clarity. I'm your host, Chastity Campbell, mom, wife, entrepreneur, and professional procrastinator. And I'm ready to bring you along as we discuss everything from burnout to self-care and entrepreneurship to wellness. If you're looking for someone who's got it all figured out, you are definitely in the wrong place. But if you want to discover how to be genuinely happy, make an impact in this world, and occasionally have mindless conversations about the latest celebrity gossip, I've got you. So get ready for some no-nonsense real talk as we take on the insanity of life and what it means to be a woman in today's world. This is Hustle Culture Dropout. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this week's episode of Hustle Culture Dropout. I am your host, Chastity Campbell, and we are on freaking week 12. And frankly, I am astonished that I have consistently shown up here and done this for 12 solid weeks. So I can't remember, like outside of growing a human, what in my life I have consistently done for 12 weeks. So consider yourselves lucky. It's honestly the feedback and the connection that I've gotten from so many of you listeners has really honestly been what's kept me going because otherwise I feel compelled to show up here now and serve you or talk to you. And it's almost like a weekly little meeting with my friends and I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss out on the time to have a chat, even though I'm not face to face with anybody outside of doing an interview, but I do love to get, I get emails from you guys and I get comments from you guys and we chat a little bit more about topics that have been discussed. And I, I love being able to do that. So if you are new around here, do not shy away from reaching out and chatting with me on any of the topics that you're listening to today, we are going to talk a little bit about how holidays very rarely look the same from year to year. And specifically, I wanted to talk about my experience with holidays and how they've changed because of the fact that we are a blended family. And so I have together, my husband, John and I have five children. My children are from my first marriage are the three oldest and his two children from his first marriage are the two youngest. And so we already have sort of an age gap. So that's a little bit tricky for us to work with, but we've managed to really do pretty well and have blended pretty seamlessly um, with that. But because we have co-parenting situations, we often have different schedules and we just have different things to consider when it comes to the holidays. And then this year, we have also thrown in the fact that this is really the the first year, really the second year, but the first year where two of our kiddos have lived outside of the house and we're contending with their work schedules also. And then my son also works. He's 17 years old. And so during Thanksgiving, we had to contend with his work schedule. And so there's just a lot of moving pieces. And it just reminded me that even though the holidays are super joyous and they're super incredible and they are amazing, 
it can sometimes be hard because you are not only, even if your family is a traditional family, you might be, and traditional I use very loosely by the terms of what society deems as a traditional family. If, even if you are dealing with something of that nature, your kids are in different stages of their lives. Your family may be dealing with other things outside of your control, like the loss of a job, or you've moved, or maybe you have a sick loved one who can't attend this year. Maybe you've lost somebody over the past year. And so things will just look different. And I just think it is important to talk about how that can definitely have a huge impact on what and how you deal with the holidays in terms of your mental and your emotional well-being. And so as moms, we already know that the holidays can be super freaking stressful. But then when you start to add in all of these different components of how things are looking different and how you have to manage people's schedules, whether you're a blended family or you're dealing with work schedules or older kids, um, it can just get even more challenging. And for us, our children have to split their time between two homes. And we actually were for a very long time thinking that even our oldest might not even be able to come home for the holidays at all because of the fact that she's obviously brand new at her position. She just started after college graduation. And so she obviously is low man on the totem pole and doesn't have a lot of PTO. And so I was already heading into the holidays with, with great trepidation and wondering how things were going to look and absolutely how that was going to affect me emotionally because I can get pretty emotional and pretty in my feelings. And so I just thought that we could share some tips here for maybe creating some new traditions that everybody can enjoy and just how to sort of contend with all that you might be feeling surrounding the holidays and trying to still create all the magic, but then also be realistic about like things might actually suck because they just look different than maybe what you've envisioned or maybe what you've experienced in the past. And so one of the things that I think is important to talk about is how you're actually going to manage your emotions. And it's important that you're honest with yourself about how you're feeling. Like it's totally okay to be sad or pissed off or disappointed. And you need to make sure that you allow yourself to feel that don't let your emotions control you, but stop and recognize that things might look different and things might not be the same. And it's okay to feel sad about that. It's okay to be like, "Mm, I don't, I don't really feel super great heading into the holidays and um, understand that there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with feeling that way. And so some ways that you can maybe help manage those emotions or keep those in check is to reach out to somebody that you trust about how you're feeling or be honest with your kids and let your kids know if you have older kids, you know, let them know, like, I'm totally bummed, you know, that you're not going to maybe be able to be here with us this year or that it might look a little bit different, but you know what, we're going to work together and we're going to make sure that we create a special day and we have time together because at the end of the day, that's really what matters is, are you going to have the time together? And 
if you can't physically be together with one another, can you connect on another level? And so just talking about those feelings or reaching out to somebody that you trust, talking to your partner about it, talking to a friend about it, it's going to help you kind of get a handle on all those feelings and help you cope with them. You also need to just find healthy ways to deal with the stress, like exercise, getting some extra sleep, just making sure that you're taking time for yourself to relax and recharge. And even if that time is like, I need to go sit in my bedroom and just cry it out for a little bit, that is absolutely okay. And then once you've sort of worked through those emotions and you've come to accept those emotions and you've, you know, you've not sat in it, you're not going to sit in the shit for that long. You need to acknowledge it. And you need to sit there. But once you've done that, you need to move past it and you need to move on. And at that point, maybe start looking at how you can create some new traditions. And so for me personally, when I was first divorced, we've never done the a, a traditional custody situation with divorced parents is most of the time you'll alternate who spends time with the kids at Thanksgiving and then who gets them at Christmas and you swap like by the year. So if I have them for Christmas, the next year I'll have them for Thanksgiving and vice versa. And so one of the things that that we did, because I don't have family around me, it seemed really silly to take the kids away from their dad's house on actual Thanksgiving day, because he had family around and they celebrated together on Thanksgiving day. And so it seems kind of silly to, to have the kids with me on Thanksgiving when it literally was just going to be me and the kids. And so I always opted into having our Thanksgiving celebration on a different day. So for the past 10 years, I have, I cannot really recall a time when I've had a traditional Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving day because the older three kids are usually at their dad's house. And so I'm okay with that because we've just created our own traditions on a different day. The day is not that important. The time together is important. And so I talked about this a little bit in the last an episode that we I did a couple of weeks ago. I think it was episode 10, just about even the expectations of those day and the expectations surrounding your traditions and making sure that those are realistic expectations and understanding what the important part of the traditions are for you and your family. So just because your family is changing doesn't mean that you can't have special holiday traditions. It might look a little different because you might be missing a person at the table this year find a way to honor that person. If somebody can't travel in for the holidays and maybe that's a super big bummer for you, find a time to FaceTime with them. My husband's family are all live out of state as well. And there have been times when they've been able to come down and be with us for the holidays. But on those years when they are not, we always, always make it a point to carve out some time to do FaceTime with them. And that we are so lucky and we're so fortunate to live in a world where technology can help us be connected to one another. But if you have somebody there who physically can't be a part of your celebration this year, make sure you schedule some time in with them to connect with them via FaceTime or a Zoom, or even if it's just a phone call or a group text, like make sure you're connecting with them. And the fact that you're 
holidays can look different from year to year is honestly a great time to try out new things and create new traditions. One of the things that I was thinking about last week during Thanksgiving was that over the years, our menu has changed a lot. And again, I discussed this a couple episodes ago about how my family is not huge on traditional Thanksgiving meal. They're also not huge on traditional Christmas meals. They don't love any of those things. And so that's very, very different than what I grew up with. I grew up where everybody went to my grandmother's house. Everybody traveled, but people came in from wherever they were. And my grandmother made a very traditional meal and cousins and aunts and uncles were all there. And we had these same recipes for years and years and years. And I would find myself as I became an adult and I didn't have that same big Thanksgiving anymore um, because I moved out of state and I couldn't travel back every single year. I found myself getting really super sad and super attached to this idea that somehow my Thanksgiving was less than because I didn't have all of these people around me or I didn't have all of these same traditional meals and sides and we weren't eating turkey. And I still sort of have a struggle with that as an adult a little bit. And so I just started thinking like how creating my own recipes or trying out something new for myself and my family. Maybe this is the time that I pick something. I pick a new side dish. I pick a new main course. I pick a new drink. I pick a new dessert that we start making. And then my kids carry that on with them. Maybe I start making, you know, doing something and experimenting. And so this year I spent some time looking up recipes on TikTok and I can completely get sucked into food talk anyway. And so I just spent some time looking up some like different things, like they were traditional meal or they were to the traditional sides, like dressing and green bean casserole, but they were different recipes from what I had grown up with. And while they were still probably not like super well received, because again, my family doesn't love these particular dishes. I think that I will continue to make them. And, you know, maybe someday their partners will enjoy what I'm making, or maybe the new traditions that we're creating and we are doing now will be something that they pass down to their families. And so starting a new family tradition and is a great way to deal with how holidays can look different from year to year. And it's just a good time to like experiment and figure out like, what do you like as a family? So starting a new family activity, like volunteering together or going on a holiday outing. I don't know. I know that there are people that do the whole turkey trot thing. And that is beyond me because I am way more of a like, let's sleep in and watch the parade in our pajamas while we drink mimosas. And I, there, there's no part of me that wants to get out and like run that early in the morning. However, I will admit that I did look into it this year because we did our Thanksgiving on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, we had the little girls and my husband and I, and I was like, well, what if we like, we can go out and like do something like this that day. We, it didn't end up happening, but we did go to the movies and that was something new that we, we did this year. And honestly, I, that could be a tradition that I carry forward on those times when we have the little girls with us, 
on Thanksgiving Day and we don't have the older kids, but it's not something we've done in the past, but we tried it out and everybody seemed to like it. And I thought it was great. Like I said, trying new trying new recipes, trying a new dessert, talk to your friends. And that's one of the things that's been really cool about like my coworkers, they will sit around and talk about like, what are we making for dinner? What are you, what are these, what sides are you doing? Who in your family loves this? And you get like these different ideas. And it's so awesome to then take some of those ideas and carry them forward with you and maybe make them into your tradition. Starting maybe like a new family ornament making tradition. This year I bought little wooden nutcrackers from Michael's craft store. And my intention was Thanksgiving evening or our Thanksgiving evening, we were going to have all of the kids paint these nutcrackers. And then I would have these little nutcrackers to display every year going forward. Now, I only managed to get the little girls to do it because I forgot to get them out tonight when all of the big kids were here. And so I'll just have to have them do that another time. But you know, that that's the thing you roll with it, right? You just like it didn't go as planned, but it's obviously not the end of the world. So one thing to consider if you are a blended family is that it's super important to be sensitive to everybody's needs and making the holiday special for blended families can be rather difficult because you are definitely contending with different types of schedules and it might be really hard to fit in all of the activities that you want to do but i don't think there's anything bad with talking to your kids about what the expectations are for the holidays create a schedule that sort of works for everybody and be flexible and be willing to compromise one of the biggest things for me personally is that i never want my kids to be stressed out or to feel bad that they are missing something, they are missing out at one of the houses, they are causing stress. I don't want them to feel guilty. There were there have been times when I've had to be alone by myself on well, there have been many times that I've had to be alone by myself on Christmas day, like the in the afternoon. And I have never ever tried wanted to make my kids feel bad about that. I want them to make, I want to make sure that I am accommodating whatever schedule we possibly can. And so if there is any way for you to be the bigger person during the holidays in order to make the holidays less stressful for your kids, this is the time to do it. Like if you want to be a petty bitch the rest of the year and you want to fight a fight that and and just go to war with your ex, it, you know, whatever, whatever works for you. However, tr try really, really hard not to make that during the holidays. If, if, if it's going to cause stress for the kids, just be the bigger person and, and be flexible and be willing to compromise. And the same goes for, I think if you have, I've not had to deal with this yet, but if you have kids who maybe they they're older and they've gotten married or they have a partner that they're spending time at that person's house instead of your house, I know that can be really hard for people. And so just remember, 
if you want to be petty any other time of the year, like I, I can, I can, I can understand that. But during the holidays, just try your very, very best to be the person who is willing to compromise because it is going to make life for everybody so much easier. And honestly, your kids someday will look back and be like, thank God we did not have the struggle. It is my kids tell me this all the time. Like, thank goodness, like you and dad did not fight over little things like this. And if you have older kids who maybe they can't come home for the holidays, um, again, one of the things that I think is the easiest thing to do is to involve them um, as much as you can. So leading up to the holidays, you know, maybe you're connecting with them a little bit more than you typically have in the past. Maybe you're having a little you know, a few more Zooms, a few more FaceTime calls with them. Make sure that you're, you know, if you're out looking at Christmas lights and it's something that they would normally do with you, like take them along, like, like FaceTime them and show them like what you're out doing. I know for a little bit of time when I thought that uh, my oldest daughter, Brooklyn, wasn't going to be able to come home for the holidays, I was already trying to think about like, what can I do to help make sure she feels connected to us during this time. And like one of the things I was going to do was like the family craft, make sure that I sent up whatever craft we were going to do, sent it to her in the mail so she could still do it. I, you know, obviously was going to do like a little care package for her things from home that might make her feel, you know, more like she was at home, but just be supportive and understanding of also how they're feeling. I know for moms, it can be really, really easy to start focusing on how you feel and how hurt you are and how emotional it makes you that your kids can't be there with you. But stop for a minute and think that it also might be difficult for them. Like they they might be thinking like, oh, it's okay that I'm spending this time at somebody else's house, or, you know, that's an important person to them. But it could still be difficult for them too. So just like keep that in mind and be supportive of that. And then just like help them stay connected during the holidays. I also just keeping in mind that everybody during the holidays has a different expectation and they have they can have different emotions about it. And so I just think it's super important to make sure you're communicating with people how you're feeling about things and just be honest about that. And there's, there's nothing wrong with, with expressing how you're feeling, but also making sure that you are being super sensitive to everybody else's needs and making sure that the holidays can be inclusive and can be as happy as it possibly can. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's not going to be perfect. And I think being honest about that, being honest about your struggles, I think will help everybody understand where you're coming from a little bit better. But just get creative. I know that I probably got lucky this year in terms that it looked, it looked a lot more traditional than I thought it was going to. I was fully prepared. And my therapist even told me like, you need to be prepared for stuff to look different this year. And so start thinking about how can you, what traditions can you create that are going to help you enjoy the holidays? And there have been times in the past when it's especially on Thanksgivings that John, my husband and I have been alone. And so we've just celebrated that time together. I mean, we use that time to do things together and to enjoy time together. We've gone out on hikes before. And so 
keep that in mind as well, that there is always a way that you can turn something that would otherwise probably be a pretty crappy day into something a little more positive. You're just going to have to be a little creative about it and just accept the fact that, you know, from year to year, things can look different and, and understand that, you know, and then, and be totally okay with the fact, like if you want to sit in your fucking bedroom and eat a bowl of ice cream and cry all day long, like that is totally fine too. Like, Whatever you need to do to get through the holidays is okay. Allow yourself some grace, allow yourself some self-love and the same understanding that you would actually extend to other people. It, you know, you're, you don't need to wallow in it. You don't need to sit around and be depressed for weeks on end and let it eat you up. But if what you want to do is to sit in your pajamas and turn all the lights off and read a book, then fine. Like you can do that for a day, but just understand that the next day you need to have your ass up and out and at them and, and live in life because nobody wants to just sit and rot away in their bed during the holidays. So just keep all of that in mind as you are going into the rest of the holidays and we close out 2023 that you need to give yourself a little self-love and you need to be pretty understanding of how things can go and sensitive to those around you and just understand that things are going to look different every single year and that, you know, what can you do? Turn it into something fun. So that is it for this week. I have loved chatting with all of you. And if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, make sure that you are doing that. If you haven't left me a five-star review, make sure you're doing that. Share, like, share, do all of the things, and make sure you're following along on socials. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook. My handle is Chastity Campbell Co. Co. And you can also visit us at the website. Visit me at the website at chastitycampbell.com. So I will chat with you guys again next week. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you all have a tremendous week. Mm -hmm.